Episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. KT, what's going on, girl? Nothing but the juice, honey. Nothing but the juice. Nothing but juice. Like, are, are you buzzed already? Are you like buzzed mm-hmm. off the juice? But what's in Maybe. the cup? Maybe. Oh, is is that wild turkey? That's, that's how you feeling? Wild turkey? No. <laughs> I thought it was the wild turkey. Like, you scrunch your lips up in a way. I thought it was like that wild turkey aftertaste. It's like, oh, we about mm-hmm. to get lit lit today. Mm-hmm. Lit lit today. So we have... It's moonshine, actually. Oh, shit. Moonshine. Well, see, see, that's that's that South Kakalaki Kac- stuff. So, yeah, that moonshine. That bootleg shit. All right, cool, 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 cool. So I got my uh, my fam special guest in the building. Uh, we'll start with ladies first. Miss Keisha with the AK. What up, what up, what up? Thank you for having me. But we are finally glad to have you. You know, um, there was some there was much anticipation because I was like, Oh yeah, my girl Keisha, she gonna come with she go, Keisha, Keisha. And then yeah, that didn't happen last time. But it's all good. But it's all good. (laughs) We're happy to have you. (laughs) Happy to have you. And and then of course, returning. Now I don't see this is the problem that I have with introducing you. Because because we don't know who you are tonight. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a multiverse of you. So I need to know which version of you am I introducing. So, um, is it is it Nasur Nuru? Is it Congo Connor? Is it Arnold Schwarzenegger? Just 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 let me know because I want to give you props so you can come in like a wrecking ball. First of all, first of all, let me let me let me get this stuff together for y'all. Okay, First so of here all, we go. Just to let here you know go. who I am, all right? I am the pilot of Tuskegee training, okay? I am the now river of North New Jersey, okay? I am the creator, the creator. You know what the creator means? That means I create. I made Black Pilot Radio, okay? That's before all you kids were even born with podcasts. That's online radio. I ran online radio in my hood of North New Jersey, okay? And then on top of that, then on top of that, right? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I created Uh a late night flight podcast, okay? Over 27,000 downloads and counting. I am a fucking god in radio. I am the greatest Haney Badger who's ever lived. And don't you fucking forget it, Keisha. My name (laughs) is Nasua. Let me look in this mic. My name is Nasua Nuru. And let me tell you something before you okay. I just, I just had to. That was amazing. Can I say cut that crap off right now? I want to talk to my teammate. Keisha, let me tell you something. If you ever, if you ever, if you ever nix my brother again, I am going to personally have you locked up on my show. You will never do another episode of my show for at least four episodes. Don't you ever do that to him again. You apologize to Dante right now. I can't believe you did this. I can't believe you did this to me. What what are you talking about? Turn off his mic. <laughs> why did you not do that? Tell I me. told you I told you why. I was on my way and I hit traffic. I can't help it if people out here drive crazy. She was making her way downtown. 
Oh, yeah, making my way yeah. downtown. Driving back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to get them locks done. Stop playing. <laughs> we better stop no, playing. No, wait. Nah, I'm just playing. You looking, oh, you looking good, Keisha. You know I love you. Like like that. Dante, what's up, my man? How are you, sir? Man, I am good. But honestly, that is a lie. I'm I'm low key depressed because my team has been knocked out of the playoffs, and now yes. I gotta watch um, what you have described. Well, what Congo Connor described as I'll be sure motherfuckers in the NBA finals. And I don't know if I want to watch it. I don't know what I like. I don't like any of them light skinned niggas. And I think I'm gonna boycott the finals because um oh, is there I, is is colorism. Colorism. I'm calling colorism in listen, the NBA. <laughs> at, at the end of the, that's funny. At the end of the day, <laughs> Steph Curry is one of the great matter of fact, he's not even one. He is the greatest shooter. And then the second greatest shooter is right next to him in Clay Thompson. I think that's yes. that in itself. That's facts. Is a great reason why to watch the NBA Finals, and then they playing the Celtics. So Jason Tatum right now is playing incredible basketball. He is. He, he is, is. incredible. He he just found his way to enter that room of Giannis, LeBron, Steph, Durant. You know what I mean? Like he's he's entered in that room a little bit. We are gonna see what it looks like the next two years, but I think he's in that room now. He's in that conversation, like top five, top six, dead or alive in the NBA right now. Jason Tatum might be number five or number six. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can, I can say that, I can give him his flowers, but he just beat my team, so fuck that nigga. Oh, you know, that's that's just how I feel right now. <laughs> that's just how I feel right now. You know, he just beat my team, so man, I can't give you your flowers man, just yet. One but, thing about Miami, I, I will say this: they gotta find out what they. Now, me personally, I would keep Jimmy Butler, but I'm just saying, Jimmy Butler oh, yeah. is not a superstar. He's a star. Though. He's not a superstar. Uh-huh. You need another superstar, or well, not another, but you need a superstar or another star. Yep. And they got Victor Oladipo, but they need another one because Jimmy Butler yeah. he dropped forty two like he did on Game Six, but then that next game and then that next game he might drop eighteen, and then the next game maybe twenty two. Exactly, he's that, he's that guy. You know, because honestly, that's not even his game. He's not a high volume scorer like that. Right. So like right. he can explode when he needs to, but you can just look at him and say he's like absolutely spit. Like he has nothing left after that. And it takes him a while because, you know, he's not necessarily, he's not 25, 26. He's like 32, 33. Exactly. So, so he, they, they definitely need another star, but they thought the other star was Kyle Lowry, which I've been telling niggas from the entire season. Like, no, Kyle Lowry is trash. That is fool's gold. And, you know, I was right. Um, trash. Come on. You know. But NBA champion, it is though. what it is. I'm being trash. You know well, he 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 is an NBA champion, yes. But you know, JaVel McGee is a multi-champion, so it's like you know, people win rings. But you know, JaVel, Kyle Lowry JaVel, did his thing. JaVel McGee uh, has a ring for the most features on Shaq and the Fool. Okay, come on now, come on now. Now this I'm, is true, but he also has like two or three championship rings. This bitch. So, in the NBA that has three rings, bro. Come on now. Exactly. I mean, now, now I'm 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 being biased here because I just don't like Kyle Lowry. You know, I, I hate Kyle Lowry. I hate his game. He flops. He whines. I just hate his style of play. I've always hated his style of play. Hey, Dante, but, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, leave it. we are leaving the women out of this. Hold on. I got you. I got you. You know what? Absolutely. Keisha, I'm sorry. Kristen, hold on. Keisha, Kristen, can you talk some WNBA talk to us? We'll listen. I'm a pass. I don't know. And she left. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she left, left the room. Can somebody she tell you to us, please? Hold on, what's going on here? Ooh. W- oh Kristen. man! All right, WNBA. What you got, Kristen? 
Uh, she she gone. She, <laughs> she, she gone. She gone. <laughs> she said, "Fuck this shit. I'm out." That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh man. But okay, okay. I, I understand. I'm. I am so sorry. We we ignored half of the room, and I don't want to do that. Um. So man, there's just a lot of stuff going on this week. So uh, there's one thing I came across an exclusive, and I feel like I feel like I'm on my DJ clue type thing i feel like i'm on my k slay rest in peace to k slay you know i feel like i'm getting these exclusive drops you know where it and that hasn't hit the streets yet so if you want that good good you gotta come to me i feel like i'm that nigga now so kurt franklin is back on the scene and uh you know he just has some things to say because his son continuously pisses him off with the things that he does because now he's on this reality show you know he just came out as as bi um and you know because you know now christian's like no that's a no-no but then now he's arrested in in connection to a particular murder of the disappearance of a young lady and you know so his son is going through some shit right now and kurt franklin just tied and right now as as Nas is doing push-ups right now i gotta share this clip because it is dope so kurt franklin's like okay i'm tired of this and I need y'all to understand where I'm coming from. So, and Nas says he's going to have um, some mixtape ideas because I think we need to do that for him. So, this is Kurt Franklin. I'm so ready. This is Kurt Franklin right here. And he got a new song. <laughs> Check it out. To all you motherfuckers that got something to say about the conversation that I had with my son, you don't know how lazy this motherfucker is. I'm sick and tired of this nigga shit. And if you got something to say, you said to my goddamn face, I'm a Christian man, but I still smoke, I drink, and I tote that iron. So all I'm saying is, what should we call this this song right here? <laughs> what should this be called? I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of your shit. I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> first of all, first of all, yes. Uh-huh. Let's give this man a hundred million points for letting the church know that he still not hold that iron. He tote that iron. He tote okay? that iron. That's what he said. Yep. Hold. On yo, <laughs> yo, hold on. Was he hanging out with Pusha T? What was going on? My I, man, I, and I still tote that iron. Yeah, like, he said I. Yeah, he said I still, I still. So much so was like you know. He, I, I think we finally see that there's a conspiracy that's been answered. Because I'm gonna show y'all this graphic again. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna show y'all this graphic. I think the conspiracy has been answered. Plies has always been Kurt Franklin, and Kurt Franklin is Plies. That's all we saying. They do look that, like brothers. That's all we saying. No, no, it, it's not they look like brothers. They are one in the same. They are the same person. Hey, yo, for some reason, I don't know how um, <laughs> Kurt Franklin just got younger in his 40s, but he, he do, he, for every picture that he has out now these last two years, it's like, yo, he just presses the Plies uh, filter. Uh-huh. He, you right. Then, I'm with you on that. Yeah, so I believe they are the the same person. Um, but <laughs> he said, listen, you know, so so that's it. So so now you said you had some ideas. 
on what we should name Kurt Franklin's new mixtape. Oh, and I thought it was Kurt Franklin's son new mixtape. Well, no, no, not well. Actually, I think he's trying to call himself getting into music. He tried it a few times; it just didn't work. So I think the SoundCloud ceiling is where he is what he reached. Okay. But hey, if, if you want to help him out, Nasur the the A and R. Yes. Let's go. That is true. So, because here's the thing, I was only going by your script because I am a person that follows orders, and uh-huh. you were talking about his son had a had some issues going on with the car, which I I found out that uh, they reported in California that he got pulled over in someone else's car with someone else's gun, and the wo- the woman who was the owner of the car was quote unquote murdered. She's not murdered, yes. but that was the storyline. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So I thought you was basing it off that because then I showed you a YouTube clip of his son. Well, he was getting he was getting pressured by some uh team team money, team money made people. Mm-hmm. And he was asking about his sexuality. And he was like, Well, you know, I'm a rock star. Like, like he, he didn't want to say that he he probably did mess with some guys or whatever. He kept just kept yeah. going, yo, it is what it is. Like I live this life. You know what I'm saying? I'm a rock star. I'm a rock star. When you're a rock star, you live this life. And then he was like, Well, well you know what? I mean, yeah, I probably came across a couple guys. I don't know. Probably just a couple dicks. I don't know. Leave me alone. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, shit. But hey, if, they have, if that's how rock stars move, well, I was like, oh, oh, okay. But that would prompt Kurt Franklin to, you know, summon his plies alter ego and just address some shit. That's all. Exactly. Just let me know, like, yo, man, treat my son with some, some, um, treat my son with some respect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I tote that iron. I tote that iron. You know, I'm a Christian man, but I still smoke and drink. And t- Yo, Kurt Franklin, a wild boy, man. Kurt like Franklin, a wild boy. Come after the fact that I still smoke. Bam. I still. <laughs> if it was church on Sunday, you hear the organ come back. I still smoke. I still drink. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> well, let me run down. These, let me run down these five. Let me run down these five. I need to. I, I just want to know if y'all feeling these five album titles from Kurt Franklin and his and his son. Okay, here we go. Okay, all right. What you got? First one. First one. First one. Oh boy! Oh boy! I can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Terrible. Next one. Next one. Fifi Part 2 featuring Lil Nas X. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Number three. What you got? Number three. The third one is an English joke, okay? It's like like an English teacher joke, okay? So it's like this is all all about in writing. So this Uh is... So the album is called Sometimes dot, dot, dot. (laughs) <laughs> because you know he's a rock star so because he's a rock star okay yeah it makes perfect sense i get it sometimes i feel like a cock sometimes i don't <laughs> okay. all right wow, Lord. <laughs> okay so this one this one is more like a cop confession right here y'all ready for this one here goes, uh-huh. he goes one. i wasn't horny i was lonely <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> Some Drake shit for y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm I wasn't. Wait a I wasn't. Wait a I was lonely. 
Nah, that's some Jack Harlow shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Here go my last one. My last one. This is this is a Disney. This is a Disney title right here. All right, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Oh, but you got to do the part at the end in order to make you know because because you know you'll, you'll get the part. Yeah. So here we go. Yeah. <laughs> but tails. Woo. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm glad that's the last one. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, All right. No. So why? Arnold Sorcia nigga, not so Naruta AR has given his five mm. titles. Y'all go ahead and write in the comment section or e- even if you want to contact us about what you thought is the best. Oh, no. Yeah, go ahead and do that. And hell, I may I may <sighs> read it for the next episode. <laughs> Just all right. <laughs> Just so, so y'all know, he's on a totally different podcast. Oh, oh okay? boy, oh boy. So okay. he, y'all can cancel him. Don't cancel us, okay? Just don't. Well, see, 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 <laughs> this is the thing. Idea. That's not even. <laughs> I ain't even. Come on, that's not Kristen over here laughing. Talking about some cancel him. <laughs> get out of here. What up, Dave Chappelle? Get out of here. Go ahead. <laughs> but this is the thing, though. This is the thing. I have been trying for like the last 50 episodes to say something or do something to get us canceled. And, you know, it just hasn't, hasn't worked out trying. too well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, have you I not been trying? trying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like it's been happening? You do something every episode. You say something <laughs> every episode. Is it every is it single every episode? episode every episode. <laughs> may not not pronounce it every syllable of the word okay I, okay I, every episode every okay, all right, cool. episode all right Duh. every episode though all right mm-hmm. i just want to see if i can do it that's all i just want to see if i can get canceled so i mean hey you know i'd be like yeah i did it i, I just want to see what happens we'll see what happens <laughs> all right so look i don't have nothing to do there, with there's... this please let me keep my job i need it oh nah Kristen. <laughs> Kristen, my big sister, that lives. <laughs> yeah. uh, love you lots. I right. there's this this particular TikTok clip that has been going around uh black social media that's uh has caused a, a nice little polarizing conversation. And um I'm not even going to preference it, I'm just gonna play it. And then I just want y'all to kind of determine if what he's saying is out of pocket in any way, shape, or form. Do you agree? Do you disagree? And yeah, that's it. So surprise, motherfuckers. Why do y'all hate black people who grew up with money? Let me make one thing clear. I grew up in a half a million dollar house. I went to private school. I graduated from one of the top universities in the country. My job, you couldn't get it if you wanted to. My car note is more than your rent, no cosign. I mean, I can go on for days. But the moral of the story is... Why would I want to relate or try to fit in with a lifestyle that I do not come from? Y'all don't think it's crazy that you equate blackness with poverty? And this is exactly why you have all these suburban kids running around here acting like they got it out the mud, like they were struggling, because you sit there and shame them for being from the suburbs. Y'all keep saying Carlton, like that's some sort of insult. Like, are you okay? Use the three brain cells you got up in there to tell me who does it benefit for black people to only be able to fit the stereotypes in order to be considered black because it's not benefiting black people. All right. So let's start with the ladies. Hold on. Hold on. 
You know what's oh. not benefiting black people? Oh, that fucking Lord. haircut he got going on. That haircut is. <laughs> Listen, miss. Okay, okay, we going with the ladies first. Damn it! All right. So yeah, here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keisha with the AK. Well, so, I I saw this video and I scrolled right past it. I didn't even I didn't even pay no mind because I was just like, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. people out here they just be saying whatever for clout or for followers or whatever. And he definitely out here cooning. And I I probably shouldn't have said that, but I did. And uh, I think, you know, I I don't understand anything he was saying because I don't, I don't relate. Like, I don't, shit, my bad, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't relate to what he's saying. I I grew up in the hood and I know people that's rich and listen, I I hang with both of them. So I I, I don't understand what he's saying and I don't, I don't agree with him at all. It's just doo-doo. Yeah. See, we ain't even that dope of doo-doo in this doo-doo. I see you, girl, Keisha. (laughs) I, I see you, girl. KT, is there any semblance of something you can relate to with what he's trying to say? Or is he saying anything at all? I mean, I get what he's saying. I do get what he's saying. A lot of times we do uh, kind of equate certain things with um, blackness, you know, and... I I def I can hear what he's saying, but I feel like there's sort of an arrogance, an arrogant tone that he's saying it with, so it kind of can turn people off. But I get what he's saying, you know. Yeah, he definitely sounds like he hasn't been punched in the face before, so I get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, nah, he he never had to shoot the fade because clearly. I'm going I'm to step on Nas's joke here because he, clearly he doesn't have a good fate. All right. So, Nas. <laughs> his fate is trash. So, you can something? tell he ain't, he, ain't, he ain't caught one. What's can up? I What's add up? something? Uh-huh. So, I... Okay. So, I get... I guess I can kind of relate. I didn't grow up rich now. We ain't going to say that I did. But... um. I remember I went to this, you know, magnet school from kindergarten to eighth grade or whatever. And then, you know, that was mostly, you know, more affluent people that went to that school. But when I went to high school, I went to a school that was considered more urban. You know, it it was a all black high school or whatever. And I remember uh-huh. coming from the school that I was in before and going to that high school, you know, I was considered, you know, our told that I acted white or I acted a certain way. I wasn't black enough or whatever. So in that aspect, I get what he's saying. So that's, that's, okay. I get it a little bit. Yeah. Nas, my guy, talk to me. It's all about presentation, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about presentation. What did they do in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? They made Carlton look like a stuck-up, rich black kid, which is something that, let's be honest, in 90s black America, that's an anomaly. No one knows that. Like, oh, word? There's short, short, rich black kids running around here in L.A.? This is BS. We never seen that before. And then on top of it, they get to live a life that, uh, well, I'll say a few or a lot of black Americans don't live. So to showcase 
their dopeness, they got to showcase some type of arrogance to it. Like, okay, fine. You know what I mean? You may not like me, da-da-da-da-da, but I can, go, I can go buy me a white woman tomorrow. So it's just them sticking their chest out, letting you know the advantages of being a quote-unquote Carlton. Now, with all that being said, this is why Ice Cube should point me as the Black House press secretary, okay? Because I speak for all Black Americans. I understand the Carltons. I understand the non-Carltons, okay? And we just got to come together. We have to come. Like, I don't mean to be Malcolm X about it, but for real, you just got to calm it down. For all the affluent Black kids, which are usually the Black kids that are married to white women, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the fathers. The fathers are NBA basketball players or NFL players, and they are married to white women. And there are the black kids that have affluence. You got to do the things that, you know, your your father or your mother, who was the celebrities and made millions, did not do. Pour, pour it back in the community so we can get our shine to make our black version of Walmarts, things of that nature. Look, that's going to always be my gripe with Oprah and all those other rich-ass black people. It's like, yo, you don't put it back in the communities. We can't make the hood into a suburb. We can't make the suburb into a, like, you know, just freelance rain filled for us. Like, Rick Ross got all those acres at his home. You know what I'm saying? And, And he only did that just to show black people like it can be done, but those acres can be no disrespect. They, they could be subsidized housing. Yeah. Where black Americans could pay $800 a fucking month for rent so they can save their money and they can get some wealth for their own self being. You know what I'm saying? I'm still waiting for that myself. That's the main reason why I ain't married. It's like, girl, I ain't gonna put no more debt by being in love with you. Get the fuck out of here, please. Please. <laughs> please. It looks to me like, like I'll, I'll bring it back up, but it looks to me like he sings, uh, he knows every word to Sweet Home Alabama. I don't know why, you know, just you, you in those white little sections and you know, those words like, like Creed is your favorite artist. Um, you know, that, those that, types. That's the genius song. And it's like a song like, West Virginia. yeah. Like um, yeah. One of them West Virginia songs. I mean, Creed is cool too, but you know, like that's all I listen to. Creed, Taylor Swift, uh, Ed Sheridan, um, Harry Styles, Harry Sheeran, Styles, Sheeran. Sam Smith, Ed Sheeran. Okay, same difference. You see, and, and that's the point right there. And that's the point right there. Like, I don't know that nigga. I only know like, I one to song. I listen some of everything, the- okay? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> what? You didn't like them calling you white? You didn't like that? <laughs> Look, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just I listen playing. to some of everything. I'm very well versed in music. Thank you. I just, I, just, I just put some money in Amber Heard's GoFundMe, so it's all good. I understand. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she, oh, she, she no. definitely going to need it. She definitely gonna need it. But we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> now, speaking of someone who may need a GoFundMe, um, I just I, I gotta talk about this one because I'll just like honestly, I'll go ahead and, and give my take before I even introduce the shit. I'm just like, you know what, fuck this bitch. And uh <laughs> just okay. because Monique is I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm gonna play this clip for those who's listening who don't know what we're talking about. Monique and D.L. Hughley got into this whole beef thing over the weekend over who's the headliner in contract disputes and blah, 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 blah. It was stupid, but I think there's a bigger message uh, or a bigger topic to give here. So I'm going to play this little clip. Y'all sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Man, oh, man, oh, man. When I tell y'all there's been some drama, oh, there's been some drama. And it seems our girl Monique once again is right in the thick of things. So during the performance in Detroit on Saturday, 
the Oscar Award winner delivered a scathing monologue at the Fox Theater where she was doing a performance with D.L. Hughley and it seemed to be a misunderstanding on who was actually headlining that show. Now, Monique alleged that D.L. refused to perform at the event if Monique remained the headliner. Now, amongst other things, this is what she had to say. Motherfucking contract says that a bitch is the headliner. The headliner. Let me say it again, the headliner. That's what the motherfucking contract says. Monique is to be the last motherfucking person on the goddamn stage. She is the headliner. That's what I signed the fuck up for. I'm 30 plus years in this motherfucking business and I don't open for no goddamn body. The contract said the headliner. The contract said the headliner. The contract said the headliner. But a nigga named Bill Hughley turned into a bitch and said I won't perform if she does that. Won't go out if she does that. Nigga, you open for the kings of comedy. I close for the queens of comedy, nigga. And you think that I don't have a dick, that ain't my position, nigga. Now, it is said that DL also came along after her and still performed. So technically, you still was the headliner. But after they went through social media posting their contract saying that, hey, my contract says I'm the headliner. And the other is like, well, no, my contract says I'm the headliner. DL finally got the opportunity to get on I his radio show. And this is how he responded. Based on things that they'd never done to me. That would have been wrong to me. And when she talks, if she goes on her diatribe, she talks about me having my feet under her table. That was at her invitation. Uh, I was doing a gig in Greenbelt, Maryland. She lived in Baltimore. She was having a fight party. It was... Uh, I think Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson. And sure enough, I came to her table at her invitation. And it was a wonderful time. As a matter of fact, it was based on that interaction, along with talking to people, I decided that I would do these gigs. I decided I would do it. And now I know what Tyler Perry knows. I know what Lee Daniels knows. I know what Oprah knows. I know what Steve Harvey knows. I know what Charlemagne the God knows. I know what Necklace knows. Saying yes to Monique is an occupational hazard. Now, it seems that this feud and beef is far from over as Monique has did a live and I'm sure there's going to be many more responses as well as other celebrities such as Steve Harvey, uh, Corey Holcomb and a bunch of other comedians and actors have weighed in on it since Monique honestly threw shots at every last one of them. So what do you think? Is Monique wrong? Is DL wrong? Is anybody wrong? Let's talk about it. All right, so that was kind of long, but you get the gist of it. That's basically everything in a nutshell. So, once again, we'll start with the ladies. KT, is there anybody wrong? What is your perspective on what has transpired over the last few days? I don't like to... Shut up. I hate you. I absolutely hate you. <laughs> guts anyway <laughs> I'm just saying um, Monique you know it, it's like even if you have something valid to say you always go about it the wrong way I feel I feel like she always goes about it the wrong way she's always too extra with it and she always comes off 
I don't know if this is valid or not. I don't know. I wasn't following it like that. So I don't know. But it seems like you find yourself in the middle of drama a whole lot. So if this keeps happening over and over again, and the common denominator is you, hmm, I'm just saying. I don't know. I mean, I feel like she could have handled that a little bit better. Um, I don't think she should went out there and said names and things like that. If she felt the way, of course, you know, she she's a comedian. You can joke about things, you know, but I feel like maybe she should have sat down with the, the people who um, asked her and him to come in and just verified um, or just figured out why she got bumped if she was ever the headliner. Um, I think both of them, they just have, I mean, D.L. Healy just sitting up here trying to defend himself. But I feel like um, with him referencing what got her blacklisted that's kind of that's kind of a low blow you know what i mean she's already down at the bottom to bring to bring that up and say now oh i'm on a list of other black people who don't like her um for something as petty as a headliner i mean i think i think that was a real you know real gut shot to her but i i also think that she might have been a little bit i mean she always a little raw with her uh comedy but i think it would have been a little it was a little unprofessional if she didn't approach management and him first before she just went out there and threw that out there because at the end of the day he still was the headliner he still performed after you so it sort of kind of was a waste of time so yes and and to give a a, a bit of context you know there was and i just had to cut it short because the the clip was already getting a little bit too long but um she didn't talk to anybody um she felt like okay this is dl trying to do this that the third didn't say a word to him didn't even see him and then she just went out there uh she did go to the promoter the promoter was like nah we're going along with the show this is how it's going to go and then what you saw was what you saw and that's just a smidgen of she went monique like you said she is raw with her comedy so you know, calling DL types of gay and, you know, you on the DL and even talk shit about his dog, which was wild. But, <laughs> but, but yeah. So Nas, man, what, what, how do you weigh in on this? Dante, I ask you. I ask you, Dante. Dante, I ask you, Dante. I ask you. Hurry up, Dante, because you know this is a smart position. Dante. Uh-huh. Yeah. I ask you. <laughs> What's up? Is it the bullshit? that the opening act of Kings of Comedy can make more money than the closing act of Queens of Comedy. All right? Yep. What you gonna do about it? Score one for the fellas. All right? I mean... Hold up. Quick question, Dante, because you know everything. Is Monique, I know, wait, is Monique or Precious or both of them won Oscars? Yes. Monique won an Oscar as well, right? Uh Uh-huh. She must be the worst Oscar award-winning person in history, okay? Like, you're supposed to to still get real work out here in these streets. And I'm not even mm-hmm. knocking Monique yet. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I got a lot of respect for Monique. I think Monique is damn funny. And no disrespect to the ladies in total, in general. It, she makes a point, right? She, she definitely makes a point. But, I, but this is what I say to women. 
when it comes to to these type of conversations about like a equal pay, especially like in entertainment, because that's a that's a whole different animal. Yeah, yo, I remember when Sandra Bullock starred in Ocean's Eight, and this was the whole the whole new vibe of we're gonna just have women run movies like like women like we're gonna do a female Ghostbusters, we're gonna do Ocean's Eight, like. Okay, and, and, and I looked at the box office numbers, and unfortunately, unfortunately, because I think Sandra Bullock is awesome, and Rihanna, and a lot of great women are, are dope-ass actors. Viola Davis, I mean, Viola Davis, my God. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, for some reason, this ain't me, for some reason, they don't draw. I made the joke about WNBA earlier, Dakeisha and Kristen, to make my point, like, where, okay, here goes a female-based sport. Females don't even watch this shit. So it's like with Monique, Monique, you got to realize you're funny. You're talented as hell, but you're, you're not necessarily a draw. Tiffany Haddish is bigger than you right now. Like, I feel as though you got to be a little smarter about some things that you're saying before you start picking up dust and start hitting off with the rants. And then more importantly, more importantly, as a business person, forget man or woman, business person, you talk to the people, you talk to the promoters of that show. It has nothing to do with DL whatsoever. Keep it professional between the two of you. I'm pretty sure y'all are some type of friends. The same way Will and Chris are some type of friends. You got to keep this stuff professional. Forget, like, I understand that. Um, and, and to um, to what Keisha was saying about what DL said in the radio station, like my man Smart say on, on, on the late night flight, that probably was a black audience. So it's like, yo, I can air my grievances out. I'm talking to other black people about some black shit. You know what I'm saying? I know some white people ain't watching this shit. I can go talk about Monique. What the fuck she on? She on some bullshit right now. But in retrospect to that, I understand what Keisha's saying as well. Like, yo, you know what? Even though she said, Keisha said that um, DL gave her the gut shot, but I know Keisha also wanted to say like, damn, DL, you ain't had to do it like that though, dog. I ain't had to be like that. You know what I'm saying? But in a way, look what she said to that man. She straight played him out on live stage. Like, yo, listen. Mm -hmm. Somebody gotta get a somebody gotta get a you know what I'm saying a comeback. Somebody gotta do that. And and no disrespect, if I'm Monique, you gonna let the worst one from Kings of Comedy dethrone you? That's what you gonna do, man. Listen, man. The I'd worst rather, one. I'd rather let Bernie <laughs> Mac from the grave roast me than that motherfucker. Okay. Like, oh, you gonna let DL Hughley do that <laughs> shit? Because because understand what he did. Because, yeah, he performed, but he didn't do a full set. He said, you know what? I'm gonna take this whole second half and I'm gonna direct it directly at her and I'm gonna do it on my radio show where I know a hell of a lot more people are listening and and, and paying attention to me than at the Fox Theater so yeah. I mean yeah yeah she said she ain't have a dick to swing but DL definitely aimed for it he tried to kick it right in the dick that's what happened. <laughs> Trying try to kick yeah. it in the dick but, but he, here's, here's my problem she's gotta be girl. smarter than yeah. that man yeah because it's like okay like the as, as KT said, the common denominator is whenever something happens, you blow up and you make a complete unnecessary mess of things. Whereas, like, even if there's a disagreement, it's not to say that we can't disagree. Cool. We deal with the disagreement in a professional manner because we all know how this game works. And if we do something that you don't deem is right by whatever reason, then she's going off and calling everybody coons. She's Steve Harvey, Tyler Perry. She's calling everybody coons, right? So now... Now D.L. Hughley is the next coon. But then the one thing that I do not like and why I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I cannot stand when when people 
do toxic shit, make a whole bunch of mess, and then try to hide behind a noble cause or such. So again, I, I cut the clip short, but she was like, you know, DL Hughley was trying to, to undercut and trying to take food from a black woman. And he was attacking a black woman, like specifically saying attack a black woman. And then the whole protect black women narrative. And I'm like, they got nothing to do with what's happening right now. I don't even know if he's even aware of what you're doing, but it's like, I can't stand when, when people do that shit. And that's just with whatever cause, but she does that a lot to where she makes a whole mess of things talks a lot of shit and then she'd be like oh babies oh hello babies don't wear your bonnets when you're at the airport because we gotta look good for black people and you know all these different messages and then you go up and then you do what you just did so it's like which one is i need you to keep that same energy on whichever one but i think which one is is i can guess which is the the real monique if you will but like i, I, I said it's say this about, i will say this about uh, monique real fast though i'm sorry you can say uh -huh. whatever you want dante no you're good real, real fast though I applaud Monique because as a voluptuous woman, she has always presented herself very lovely. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Not no yep. shit. All right. She presents herself mm -hmm. real nice on, on TV. Okay. I just want to say that about Monique. Yeah. Nice Absolutely. Movie, girl. I like her. I like her style. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and have a little bit of fun. Let's play a little dope doo doo. So <laughs> in this favorite. segment of, of dope doo doo, you know, we're going to talk about a little series of happenings and we're going to decide if the outcome is dope or if it's doo-doo. So I'm going to show y'all a picture. Y'all may not know who he is, but you know, I'll, I'll read about it and, and y'all can be uh, reacclimated to who he is. So this picture here is Ricky Williams. And he recently undergone a particular change where he legally changed his last name to his wife's last name because he wanted to balance things out in the relationship. I'm gonna read this little article and y'all just see, hey, if it was something noble of him or if it was that bullshit. So, ex-NFL star Ricky Williams revealed that he legally took his wife's last name in order to create more balance in the relationship. Now, Myron is the wife's last name that he decided to take. And he said that I found that there's that that's been really powerful in creating ease, intimacy, and trust in my relationship, he said of the change. His name was legally changed about a year and a half ago. He said that his fame had overshadowed his wife within their circle of friends. He said, people kind of forget that she exists, so there's an imbalance in our relationship. One of the ideas that popped in my mind was, I can take her last name. I think it's cool. Somewhere in this case, we both can win. So, let's start here. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to start with the toxic masculinity here. <laughs> it ain't really toxic. I'm just talking shit. Nas, let me start with you. So, do you think Ricky Williams changing his last name to his wife's last name for balance and intimacy? Do you think that's dope? Do you think that's doo doo? As he shakes his head continuously. Oh, I'm sorry. Come on now. Like, are you serious? Are you serious? This is a big heap of piling hot shit right here. This is doo-doo, yo. <laughs> this is doo-doo, baby. Do that one more time. This is doo-doo, baby. Listen, yo. Hold up, hold up. Dante, Dante, I'm sorry. I, I'm a lawyer uh -huh. of mine. I like, I like to, I like to regurgitate words. What was uh -huh. the three words that Ricky Williams used as uh he said was it is showing balance and intimacy and what else he just said? 
He said that he found that it's been really powerful in creating ease, intimacy, and trust in my relationship. Jesus Christ. You know, you can have ease and all that other stuff with either name. You know that, right? It doesn't really matter. Uh, uh huh. Now, now, I don't know how much Kush this weed smoking ass motherfucker that left the NFL just to smoke more weed has been smoking. For those who don't know, that's Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams yep. left the NFL for smoking weed. He said, I'm never going to smoke weed. I'm never going to stop. Kicked out of the NFL and then came back into the NFL. So, first of all, Ricky Williams, yes, you are a public figure. You're, you're more popular than the person that you're with. It doesn't matter if it was a man or a woman, all right? Obviously, you're more popular than Sarah Jessica Parker because that's who she. That's who he with, right? Is that who this woman is? This uh, ain't Sarah Jessica Parker? Nah, this is not Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker. Nah. This isn't Sex in the City? Nah, you know. Oh, this woman look like Sex in the City over here. I'm like... It, 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 no. it does. It does, you know. But at the same time, I mean, you know, they all kind of look alike. Yo, I all mean, right. Well, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. See, there's the right, cancellation moment. He's yeah, cancel. No, no. There I didn't we go. Say that. I didn't see. I didn't say that. I just. I said Sarah Jessica Parker. I said Sex in the City. That's what I said. I kept it cool. Sarah Jessica. I never I said you. they all look alike. But, I just said she looked like Sarah Jessica Parker. She looked like she was talking to Mr. Big and said, "You know what? I'm about to go with this black man because you want some bullshit, Mr. Big. Fuck you, Mr. Big. Going yep. with the black man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?" <laughs> And, and Ricky Williams over here looking like draft day. He over here. This is draft day for him. He like this is what I always wanted. <laughs> if not, if not, if I'm being honest, this, this kind of looks like all right. I got 25, 25, 25, 45. Like you like he was mm. about to be auctioned off, and she mm. won. That's what mm. that looks like. You know, he do got the so, gel shirt on in this in this picture. He definitely got yeah. the, you know, say, I'm in yeah. <laughs> I'm in prison. Like now, now, now this was the most recent picture that that mm. they took in in celebration of yes. you know him taking her last name, and this was the picture that they took. And tell me he doesn't I mean, look like the sucking place. Like, that's where you are right now. Yeah, he looked like, uh, what's his name? Um, He looked like, uh, what's his name? The one, uh, oh, God, what is his name? Oh, I can't think of his name. The one who From had the, uh, the, the hat on in um, Get Out. The, what is his uh, name? Yeah. I can't think of yeah. his name. I know who you're talking about. The real skinny about, dude, yeah. the real skinny black dude, yeah. with the yeah, hat. He yeah. looked like yeah. he, he looked like That's him. All he need is about. he mm. need her floppy hat. That's what he need. He need her mm. floppy hat with that shirt. I bet you it was his. And then, it was his because that hat doesn't match her outfit. That's his hat. No, nah, that that hat matches her outfit. She looks like a she looks like somebody from the cooking channel. She looks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the hat matches as much as she can get it to match. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Colorblind. Yes. And that's white American style right there. As, <laughs> All right. as much uh -huh. as he can get, yeah. it's fucking yeah. it, let's go outside and wear it. Fuck it. Let's right. yeah. But I want to say this real fast, and, and anybody, you know, anybody can say whatever they want to say after this. I just want to say this though, like um for Ricky Williams, you know, uh, he 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 has some type of money still. Like when you're rich, like this is just experiments at this point. Like he don't what does it matter he changed his last name? Like, what does that do for him, yeah. really? It does nothing. It's like, sure, I'll be Ricky Byron now, whatever. Now I'm going to really look like Carl Malone in Utah. No problem. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Keisha with the AK. 
Listen, that's doo doo. Okay, I don't. <laughs> first of all, if this is a celebration picture, I'm scared. I, I went. I'm, right? I'm scared for him and all his guests because he don't even look happy. He looked like he looking off in the distance. Like, why am I here? What's he the purpose like of life? <laughs> Listen, no. OJ was OJ was happy because OJ didn't OJ didn't see color. OJ just saw OJ. But uh, this man right here, he looked like he needs some counseling. He he looked like he needs some help. He need his mama, somebody to sit him down and say, "Son, are you okay?" Because he looked very scared right here and i'm very worried for him i'm gonna yeah. pray for him i mean if you want to take her last name i mean i know there's places like you know different countries that do that but yeah. him in this picture during the celebration it, it don't look good and she even look kind of scandalous you know she kind of exactly. like yeah motherfucker i got what i want he 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 my wife okay she uh-huh. look real you know what i mean like <laughs> Like yeah, I'm in control. You what? Some trials. That's what she look like. Okay, yeah, she look like some she got her trials. cup. You know, she look like she got her cup with the spoon in it. And she ready to use it whenever this little motherfucker right. get out of, out of here. Yeah. She look like she breaking out the teacup in a minute. Like <laughs> <laughs> time to go. I wrote the hop in. I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> we leaving now. Get your ass in the car. Get your black ass in the car. That's right. I said black. Anybody in here got a problem? He got my last name. Is there a problem? Okay, uh, sit the exactly. fuck down. Uh, no, you got it. You got it, Sarah. You got it. Uh, KT. So, so the official. I, 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 I think I can assume okay. what it'll be. What do you think? What you got? Doo doo. Damn it. Doo doo. <laughs> this is doo doo, baby. Because. Okay, there are other ways, like, I'm not saying that I'm against a man taking his wife's last name. I mean, do what you want, but you you think that changing your name is what created the ease and the intimacy in the relationship? There are other ways to do that. There are so many other ways to do that. Just taking her last name is not what is going to create ease and intimacy and trust in the relationship. That's bull. That is bull. Complete bull. Because what's going to happen is when a a football person or someone who recognizes him, they're not going to say, hey, Ricky Myron. They're going to still say, hey, it's Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Rick- they're going to call him by his his name. Ricky! They gonna call him by his name. <laughs> and I mean, she knew for one thing, she knew he was famous when she married him, okay? Of course. That's the only so, reason they're together. There's no... <laughs> how... Oh, he's more famous than she is and that created a problem in their relationship, then she shouldn't have freaking married him. If she knew he was famous when she married him. Well, it, it didn't sense. matter because she she saw those checks that that he was bringing in, and she was like, "Okay, I can deal with it." Um, yeah, and so that's all it is. Probably, she probably made the fuck out of a steak with some pico de gallo, though. I'm telling you, she probably got <laughs> on deck. I, I don't see. I don't know. I don't get those vibes. I get raisins in the potato salad here. Like nah, I, I, I get, get that vibe. No, I, no, I get that vibe. Raisins in the potato salad. Potato salad. All kinds yeah, of like, carrots. Y'all, y'all don't watch the Food Network. I'm sorry. Ambrosia these, these, salad, these all of that. Up, man. I ain't with that non-seasoning thing about white people anymore. I think they stepped their game up, yo. I've been watching a lot of Facebook short clips and shit. Like, these white people be over here making steak by, like, by the, by the bonfire now in these days. They over here turning it up. I'm sorry, now, yo. Now, this white is true, and, I, and, and I'll up. tell you why. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why this happened. Just look right here. So, it's like, okay, 
it, you, you can't mingle with us for too long and not learn how assimilate to assimilate to to a degree, right? So I at seen least a just white, I seen a white dude make some devil eggs on YouTube. I was like, what the fuck? What you what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? He used paprika. Yo, everything. <laughs> I was like, oh lord, this shit was crazy. They, they just not be, use enough seasoning. They probably just use one or two. She looked like she made green bean casserole. That's what she, she like she yeah, made. But she make the fuck out of it though. But she make the fuck out of it. Oh, you Every got the. When he high as hell, he going in for that green bean casserole and be like, oh, I love you. <laughs> her her <laughs> menu, her menu nah. is a casserole. She 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 makes egg casserole. Everything she makes, casserole, there's a casserole everything. to it. Yeah, casserole everything. That's the name of this episode. Casserole everything. He be everything. sliding out to the Popeyes every so often <laughs> yeah. and then wiping yeah. his hands and stuff yeah. and, and spraying himself so she don't know. <laughs> she, he be flying. He be, he be going out to get that soul food on the low and then don't tell her. I mean, he's casserole today. Hey, yo, let me get over here. Fellas, I'm about to hit me yeah, mac and like cheese casserole. I'm out. Like, like, mm, baby, this is hey, good. Hey, what's for breakfast? Nah, I got, I got some cereal. Hey, what you got? Nah, I got that Raisin Bran casserole for you, babe. Oh, it's God. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I got I that Frosted that. Flakes casserole for you, babe. It's I good. I use this word more often, but if I, if, if I ever been served Raisin, raisin Bean <laughs> casserole, I'm going to have to wake up in the morning and be like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Put that shit up. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, I'm not that word against women too much, but if, if I ever got raisin bran casserole, I'm calling you a bitch on site. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> Tell your mother to. You're going to be on the toilet. You ain't going to be calling nobody nothing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be in, 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 in the ER because your okay. shit is turned inside out. <laughs> right. So speaking of throw that shit away. Here's another, another. Stopping that one foot, you be stopping that foot in there. Stopping that one foot. Stopping that one foot. Nigga, sit down. Oh, you dirty bitch. Oh, oh my God. Oh, man. So. I swore I wasn't going to talk about this lady, but I, I just got to because, you know, she's another one that just makes me cringe these days. So in her latest Red Table Talk, Jada Pinkett finally decided to address the Oscar gate slap scripted WWE thing that happened. And uh, once again, after she, you know, kind of Mona Scott Young, this the, this entire event that happened, she now she calls for healing. So as the episode was talking about alopecia and different facts and figures and stories about it at the end she decided to finally address the oscar slap and this is what she had to say now about oscar night my deepest hope is that these two intelligent capable men have an opportunity to heal talk this out and reconcile the state of the world today we need them both and we all actually need one another more than ever until then Will and I are continuing to do what we have done for the last 28 years. And that's keep figuring out this thing called life together. All right. So, KT, do you think this is dope that she is actually deeply hopeful? Her deepest hope, she says, that healing can be done. Or do you think this is some bullshit? I'm really tipsy right now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. 
Okay. Um. So. And I can't even take her seriously anymore. I really can't. I mean, with her Buddha outfit, she be coming out in on this show. Like, you know, the whole, she be wearing turbans and these long flowing robes and crap. I just, I don't know, man. I just. <laughs> You're kind of over it. <laughs> I'm really over her. I'm really uh, over Jada. I really am. I I used to rock with her. I used to rock with her back in the day. I really did. You know, I enjoyed her acting. You know, when she was on a different world, Lena James, she was my girl. You know, set it off, yeah, that's, that's all way that, or whatever. But now, <sighs> oh, Jada. She misses August. That's all. She misses August. She just, <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, <laughs> enough for you. <laughs> I, I probably would have got entangled too because I saw what he was working with. But anyway, um, <laughs> I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> but uh, what I'm saying is, Jada, she just, uh, it doesn't seem all the way genuine to me. I feel like she's just mm, mm. bullshit. I feel like yeah. she got some stuff with her. Will got some stuff with him too, but I feel like they both just just jacked up, and they need some help. They need they need some help. Keisha, what's I up? I hope girl? I'm making sense because right now I'm really really yeah. <laughs> well, listen, yeah. I know you tipsy, but um, I need to see that link because I missed that. <laughs> Uh, August, so oh, hold I on. Mean, Wait a minute. I think I got it in my phone. Hold on. <laughs> okay. I'm over here. I didn't even know. But uh, with Jada, the the only thing I took a- away from what she's saying was she kind of killed the rumors that her and Will Smith was getting a divorce. She kind of killed the rumors that her and Will Smith was having issues. Um, I believe their relationship, I mean, technically, I feel like they have a good relationship. Will said in one of the table talks, he knew who she was when he met her and he decided to stay with her. So he knew who she was. He knew what kind of person she was. You know what I mean? I personally call her a succubus myself, but she the type of female that's going to pull you in, suck all your energy from you. And, you know, you you love her so much, you're going to stay there. And I feel like that's what happened to Will. I think he might he might feel like, you know, his first marriage fell apart and he don't want this one too. And again, just genuine love for her. She has she has the ability to make people fall for her in a way that, you know, if they without her, they feel sick. So, I mean, like I said, I, I don't I don't I'm not I like Jada Pickett Smith um, and I like some of the things that she say. And so from that, I'm just going to say the only thing that I really took away from that was her and Will still being <laughs> together. We know Will smack smack Chris and we know Chris out here capitalizing off of it. He got a whole co- whole stand-up show going on so uh hopefully again they can later on or sooner than later you know get together and discuss it maybe laugh and maybe have their own little comedy thing together i don't know i mean but i'm, I'm not gonna cancel jada just yet <laughs> all right all right that's nah, what you got my man we, we still playing uh doo-doo, Dope right? doo-doo. uh-huh this is a lot of this <laughs> 
and it's not even a wet rag. This is a dry ass rag. Like, uh, like you can see the shit on this rag, okay? <laughs> the wet wipes. <laughs> the, oh, not even the wet man. wipes. I can't. You get a dry ass rag. That, that's that's dry ass rag. <laughs> of course she needs Will Smith. Who else is going to pay that mortgage? The fuck is you talking uh, about? That Facebook no. money ain't real. Nah. That Facebook money. I mean, not for Hollywood. I mean, for one of yeah. us. If we made yeah. rate, if one of us had Jada Pickett's Red Table Talk numbers, yo, I mean, we'd be jealous. One, like, let's say if it was Kristen. Kristen, you got the, you own Red Table Talk, and I don't know who the hell you are. Just some unknown from North Carolina getting a hundred thousand fucking views all the time off a of Red Table Talk. I would be so jealous of you. You're like, like, who is you? But you're 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 Will's wife, and I'm not saying that you don't have a resume. Everyone knows you have a resume. Like this was my whole thing. I was talking to you about Keisha on a late night flight. Don't mean the pub the uh, the podcast. Nope, it's all no, good. That was that was my question. It was if you really want to showcase to women because your show is dedicated and pushed towards women, independent women at that, to you know just be stronger, empower. I think the most empowering thing you can do as a woman, you don't have to do this, of course, but let's just say you are going to do this because you're supposed to be uh, the poster child for women's empowerment. Why don't you divorce Will Smith? Get it on your own. Just do it. Do it because that is exactly what you're out here teaching and preaching. You basically is, no disrespect, you're the hood chick that lets your man fight the other dude that you kind of like on the low. Uh-huh. And you don't want to speak up about neither one. You just gonna just be like, you, you know, listen, these are two alpha males. They, they'll they'll figure it out. Get the fuck out of here, yo. Your kids, they turned up, turned out. They don't know whether they bisexual or straight one. They don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? For all I know, Jaden over here messing around with August said, Well, fuck it, I'm about to get a piece of this shit too. I heard about your pants, bro. Let me go ahead and get something. We don't know. Right. Not after Earth, after pants and whatnot. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> All I'm saying is just this little image here. She looks like if you look in her eyes too long, you're done. Like the, the, the whole get out effect is listen, right here. I'm about yeah. to say this and listen, I, I hope y'all ladies don't get mad at me because this is about to be Chris Rock level right here. If you look at her long enough, it looked like she might hatch. <laughs> ain't right. <laughs> All right, so we're moving um, right along. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can see this, my love, no. but um, that's <laughs> oh, oh, jeez. Okay, August, you're a little skinny, but I mean, they say and, the skinny and, ones and, be and, holding. And, and, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You know, y'all yeah, would have been entangled but... too. I'm not gonna lie. Listen, I mean, yo, KT is filling in right now. Say what? Someone you need him exactly. Don't boy, don't oh try boy. to take my moment and give it to him. I'm this is my moment. I'm taking it. Oh, oh, okay. Like, be the judge of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, uh, oh man. All right. So we're gonna play one more funny clip. I thought it was hilarious. And I just want to get you guys' reaction to see if if this man's life plan is dope or if it's doo-doo. Now the only thing that needs to be said that his name is Charleston White. Not like he's a celebrity or anything, but, you know, he's known in his little regions. But he sat down and he uh, shared a very interesting uh, employment strategy that he has. And y'all just take a listen. Have you ever worked a nine to five or will you or yeah. do you work a nine to five? Yeah. And a I lot- sue every job I get. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. What I do, I go on the job. I've sued Singular before AT&T. I got $40,000 out of them in 2006, July 6, 2006, for race discrimination and sexual harassment. Quid, quo, pro, sexual harassment. Just niggas cracking jokes on the job. Right. So what I did, I went and learned employment, employment rights. I, my last two jobs, I got ten thousand out of that one through OSHA, and got another ten thousand dollars through through OSHA. So what I do, I go find a job because I know they got niggas go be violating safety violations. So I'm gonna go complain about safety violations. I know some bitch ass supervisor go get mad about me complaining and start retaliating against me. Then I'm gonna make a call to OSHA and say, hey, they unsafe over here. And then I'm gonna let them know, yeah, I'm the one called OSHA, and they go fuck with me. And then I'm gonna make and pay me $10,000 for retaliation. I get them every time. I get them every goddamn time. I get the warehouse job. Uh, man, I work for a gun distribution company. I got they motherfucking ass. Yeah, I'm a bad motherfucker with suing jobs. So so you go in there knowing you about to get yeah, a job? Yeah, I, I, man, if motherfucker know I'm going to go get a job, they already know he, he just, I'm the slip and fall nigga. I'm talking about I'm, I got a 100% success rate in suing every job I done work for, Some through, either through the EEOC or through OSHA. I mean, so anybody, anybody, just. <laughs> I'm in the wrong profession because I'm learning something every day. Like, I mean, and, and mind you, this dude, he talking freely. Like, he not going to get his, like, they not going to come back for their money. Like, hold on, pause you. You plan this. You know what I mean? Like, I, he's real brave. You know what I mean? He is obviously a te Texas nigga. I see it on his shirt because he just yeah. don't give a damn. And uh, I'm not even hating on him. I'm, I'm sitting over here. I was on my phone looking up OSHA regulations myself. Like, hold on, OSHA. I, I might have some stuff I need to complain about. A little bit of money there and here and there. And then, like he said, once you start complaining, the supervisor's going to be fucking with you. So now I got to go look into EEO regulations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm to let somebody else go because I'm doing some research. Okay, I'm not playing. <laughs> so for her, this is dope for her. All right, so... <laughs> Somebody, let's go. Anybody. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. It's doodle. -doo. Uh, it's doodle. -doo. It's doodle. -doo. This is doodle, -doo, baby. Why is this doodle? -doo? <laughs> so first of all, if you think about it in real life, when you sue people, that takes months. So you done sat there and waited six months. You done had probably no unemployment because you going through the law. But it may did give you unemployment because, you know, we want to just may have to settle things of that nature. We don't know. But let's be honest. That unemployment money ain't like the regular money in any job you're going to get. So you done sat back for, let's say, six months to a year for 40 racks. You was going to get 40 racks through the six months. That's true. So I'm no disrespect. I'm not really feeling it. And to Keisha's point about people going to be seeing this YouTube again. This could be pointed to a black audience. If you have white supervisors, not even white supervisors, white people that's above the supervisors. You know what I mean? Like, they not paying no mind to this little cretin right here talking whatever the crap he talking. It's whatever. So him gloating about that, and then you got the nerve to have an ugly-ass Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, snapback shirt on. I mean, snapback hat with the Texas nigga shirt. You ain't really getting no money out here. So you just fronting out here in the hood with some little bullshit idea. Doo-doo. This is doo doo, baby. All right, <laughs> K KT. Do you think this is dope? Is he is he witty and crafty, or is this some bullshit? Oh, she tipsy, tipsy. Look at her. Look at her. <laughs> she, she feeling good. You know she feeling good. Leave me alone, okay? Leave me alone. I needed this John Brown drink. I okay? know you did. It's been a long I, day. I, I, I know. 
I know you needed it, girl. I know. You, you over here, we over here having a real podcast. She over here looking at August and shit. She like, man. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> she is tipsy and she is looking at, at you know what? I, pr- I probably should have went what? on the, and, and let you do the hoochie daddy thing. My bad, man. You know what? If you wanna... <laughs> I'll let you do the hoochie daddy thing, man. Damn. No, 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 no. Yes, no. yes. No. Yes. These no, legs were, were, these legs were, were uh, they, uh, sir, how, how you say it? These legs were made for talking earlier, but y'all done fucked no. that up. Uh, <laughs> done fuck up the vibe. Y'all done, y'all done, missed, y'all done missed out on your blessing, all right? Y'all done missed out. I would have had these women licking my kneecaps, um. all right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I'm I'm a pass on not the on. kneecaps. Uh, you pass on that, man. Please, you know what I'm saying? Listen, listen. I just saw you want to want to go fuck on the 30th best R&B singer in the country. Okay, <laughs> I was going I am on the same not. level. F all that. F all that. And I want to hear a damn thing. You have to say. <laughs> I want to hear a damn thing. You have to say, girl. No, no, no. Get- you play me out. Over here, want to fuck on the 30th best R&B singer in the country. <laughs> Tory Lanez, number 29. You Tory Lanez, yeah. Stop. <laughs> That's ridiculous. No says motherfucker got a. Oh God. It's ridiculous. Is that wow. That nigga whole chest is one tattoo. The little bird chest ass motherfucker. <laughs> it's not about the chest. That's why he made the song "Kissing on My Tattoos" for for that it's reason. It's really not, but okay. I'm not about the chest. They won't see that now. They won't see that now because they got a they got a they got a print take. Like, oh, okay, we don't know. August, get the fuck out of here, August. August, please, yo, please. Please, I yo listen. If I if I Will Smith, I would be embarrassed just because of that. I don't care. I don't care if his shit was smaller than fucking August. I still be like, are you serious? Yeah. August, August Alcina. This is what you gonna do? Like yo, I ain't gonna lie, yo. The same way Jay Z was mad at Dame Dash for for for, uh, bringing Cam into the Rock, I would be like devastated. Like yo, you let the thirty first best R and B singer in the country. (laughs) Well, of course. That's why that's why he's acting. That's why he's acting the way that he's acting. That's why he did and doing the things that he's doing. Like you see him on social media, he's jumping into Grand Kings and shit. He's trying to find a way to end it all because he's like, I can't believe this bitch then got with the 32nd best R and B nigga in the game. So I'm like, okay. God, downgrading him every other episode. I thought it was 30th. What? <laughs> he keeps going down. You telling me you telling me you gonna go have, have sex with the 35th best R and B Man, we he's in a different world. I promise you. I promise you. He stood. He stood right up on that podium. The reason he was crying, not because he won, and oh, this is because the 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 Williams sisters, and I get to play the father. Nah, he was like, I just slapped the nigga on TV over the thirty eighth best R and B singer over here. Yep. For 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 a bitch who played a doctor, like I need to check myself in the Hawthorne. Like I just can't do it. I just can't do it. My man, my man was like, yo. He looked at Chris Rock and said, "You the 41st best motherfucking R&B artist." He said, no, I'm not. I'm a comedian. Slap. <laughs> nah, mad as hell. Won't you, you be fucking my fucking wife? You 45th best R&B ass motherfucker. Oh my god. Listen, he, when he sat down after yeah, he yeah. did what he did and he screamed, yeah. "Keep yeah. my wife's name out your fucking mouth," he was yes. picturing the fact that the 51st. Yes. Best R&B nigga over here That's saying enough. my wife's name 
ass. He over here climbing and riding this nigga from this dick print. That's why he said to keep my wife's name out your mouth. Stop saying her name when you climax, nigga. Awful. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Stop. Cut the shit out. Cut it out. Terrible. <laughs> So on, on Will Smith's behalf, this is doo doo baby. This is doo doo baby. <laughs> that's, that's for you, Willie. Willie from Philly. That's for you. I'm with you. I ain't even going anymore. I ain't even going anymore. I'm, I'm just going to hold these. Well, actually, I'm not. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the the Shakari one because I do want to talk about Shakari just a little bit. Uh, only because I just want to know. Cause you know, a, a few days ago she got back on the scene. She had the pre, uh, the pre classic one hundred meter race where she got back um, on the track against the Jamaicans, and then you know she didn't win. She came in second, but everyone's like, okay, now she's making a comeback. Um, I just want to know: is there anyone that's like rooting for her, rooting for her, um, or is there is there something wrong with the fact that we we're rooting for her, but she's losing a lot? Like, is there something wrong with that? Like, am, am I wrong for thinking that way? Because, like, all right, she cool. She back. Now, I was the one that, you know, when when she got her ass whooped and she came in last place a few months ago and she had that crazy out-of-this-world uh, interview when she was like, you know what? Fuck all y'all niggas. I know y'all hating. Y'all can hit all you want to. Suck my dick, bitch. You know, she was all like that. And, and then she came back. Like, but you lost. But you was talking all that big shit. But then you got your ass when you came in last. So, like, all right, you came back. You necessarily didn't win either. You know, the same chick that dusted you, dusted you again. So, you know, I, I just want to know if this is something to celebrate, the way she's being celebrated, or yep. are we just... Okay, okay. No, are, are you just... Wait, no, finish your question. My apologies. My no, apologies. no, no. Just Is it something to, to celebrate or just kind of be like, mm, I, I, I think we're trying to extend an olive branch that doesn't necessarily need to be extended. Dante, Dante, you're a sports head. You see how you uh -huh. just about the whole the, the track and field stuff of Shikari Richardson and uh -huh. the three of us didn't know what the hell was going on because we probably didn't even see that. None of us saw this stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, this is true. This so is think true. about this for a second. No, no, because 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 you were, you're on to something. You just didn't hit the nail on the coffin. I got your back. Uh -huh. bro. I got the hand. Okay. Here we, All right. Check this Here out. We go. This is what's going on. Shikari Richardson is popular not because of track and field, but because she's a city girl having domestic violence disputes and because controversy makes cash and you know what the life we living in right now this last year and a half with Kevin Samuels and all this other stuff that's going on. This is what yep. we're into. This is the gossip that we're into. We're into, first of all, look, no disrespect. No, I say no disrespect. I'm about to give her some flowers. Like, I think Shikari Richardson is a pretty girl. Like, yo, like if she would, came up to me and was like, yo, I'm a runner, I'm a track star. You want to run with me? I'm be like, well, fuck it. If you lift with me, I'm running with you. You cute. You know what I'm saying? I got you. But hear me out, though. Hear me out. Here's the funny thing about Shikari. I did not know this woman like women. Like, oh, my God. Did, didn't even know. And then have the nerve to have the nerve to mess with the August Alcina of lesbian women. Like, how dare you? Yeah. How, you don't even have no, yo, you don't even have a real type. Like, yo, you can get, yo. Who like, is the Jesus. August Alcina of All I'm all I'm saying is just to piggyback like you like because of course the, the chick that she was involved here? with. I'm lost. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back it <laughs> on. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Okay. 
Like you about to yeah. be a star. You're about to be a star in America. You about to go ahead and date the 30th best, the 30th fastest female Jamaican track runner. Like get out of here. Because get honestly, because honestly, let her, hold on. And they had to know to uh-huh. let this boxy boy mess around and slap you around a couple times. Get yeah. out of here. Get and that's, out of here. And that's the problem I have because you over here, you, you over here fucking around with the 32nd best Jamaican track star. And then you uh-huh. getting dusted by the number one. Shoot your shot. Shoot high. Aim high. Why, why are you at the 34th best Jamaican track star? The, the Jamaican track star that's whooping your ass is right here. Elaine Thompson Hiraj. She's been kicking your ass for the last three years. Like, you should have slid in her DMs. But now you're getting slapped around by the 42nd best Jamaican track star. I don't Shut get it. Now, Shakari, you know I've been over there licking on your pussy, or your little Yankee girl. You over here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, so I didn't understand it. That's all. That's all I was like. But you're right. The biggest story is not necessarily about her performance in track. It's, it is about the weed situation and uh-huh. missing the because of the weed and uh-huh. the mother and the yeah. fact that she was in an, an abusive relationship. And, and even about the, And this is why I hate social media. This is why I hate it because social media, they ostracize this shit. Social media, yeah. they ostracize this. They push, they push that agenda. Let's talk about her smoking weed. Let's matter of fact, let's yeah. make a picture yeah. of her running down the track with some weed. Like that's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's not cool, yo. Like I get it. Yes, you can smoke, you should be able to smoke weed and be able to run track tomorrow. But to make these jokes about it is not really helping her. It's not no. helping her. It's really not. I'm just keeping it real. It's not helping her. But honestly, if I, I I'll give her, her flowers in this regard that when all that shit was 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 high, so to speak you know, where the focus was on the wrong thing, she did disappear because this is the first time anyone's seen or even mentioned her in months. So I think someone got in the corner was like, all right, we need to stay off of this, stay off of that, stay off of that. And let, let's get to work. Well, a little, a little, a little younger man. <laughs> Something wrong with you. Queen Latifah was in the DMs like, yo, man, fuck that shit. Come, come bring uh, your ass up here. Terrible. <laughs> Don't do, don't do Queen Latifah like that. You and I, T-Y. <laughs> you better watch your mouth. You and I, T-Y. <laughs> you, heard, you heard what she got there. Yeah. Who are you My partner. Happy Pride, y'all. That's what she said. So That's what she better. said. That's what she That's said. What she said. End quote. End quote. I mean, you know. But hey, you know, congratulations to Shikari, I suppose, uh, for coming in second. You know. Sure. Well, that's better and, than uh, last thing on it. It it right? is. Second it is. is the accomplishment. It is. You know, I I I would applaud that. You know, this is definitely a bounce back, and you know, at this point, no one's touching Homegirl, who won yet again. Like no one's touching her. Like something would tragic would have to happen to her for things to really open period, up. Man. So yeah. So well, apparently, uh, they've been. Uh, well, it apparently she couldn't for a long time. I'm just saying. Trouble. All right, listen, y'all. Thank y'all for checking us out once again. However you are listening to this, if you are listening, be sure to, to follow and subscribe. If you are watching this, be sure to subscribe, comment, all that good stuff that y'all been doing. Thank y'all for the ratings on the podcast. It is your boy, Dante, on behalf of the Talk My Credo podcast in collaboration with the Late Night Flight with Dante, KT, Nastor, and Keisha with the AK. The next time, y'all stay fly, stay blessed. Peace out, y'all.